You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. How do you start doing stand-up? Um, and when, and... Well, it's, it's funny, when, when I was uh, 18, I walked by Boston Comedy Club, oh, and I, love I that club. saw a number, and I called it, and I go, I want to do stand-up. And the guy goes, you got a show in two weeks, kid. You got to bring right. eight people. Right, and right. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a star. Right. So, you know, I wrote, like, a little thing, and my friends came, and it went really well. And the guy that was, was like, 18? You were 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the guy goes, uh, that was great. Come, uh, you got another show in two weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be the biggest right, star. star. And, he, yeah. and he calls me on my dorm room telephone. He's like, you know, you could be doing a show and Dave Chappelle walks in, likes you, and he takes yeah. you on the road. Right, right. You know, Dom Herrera is going right. to be here, you know, this, that, the other. And I'm like, oh my God. So I do like two bringers and then he has me host a show at um, the old improv. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I end up getting asked to host another show. So this is like my fourth show. And Wait, I'm like, what year is this? It's like 2004. Wow. I was 19. Wait, where was the improv? It was gone Probably already. Comedy Club. Oh, right, right. When it used to be improv. And no, so it was never the improv. Yeah, it was. Okay, I've been doing this since 1982, ass. If, um, I, I, the on, improv was on 44th and 9th. Right. And then it closed. But they, for, for a while, Broadway Comedy Club, where it is now, yeah. was... It wasn't the improvisation. It was. The oh, improv. okay. Got you. Yeah. Right. All right. And, um, I was right. And so, um, I got, I got asked to like host a show and I was like, I'm going to be the, yeah, you're going to be, you're I'm gonna be huge right. and I'm going to get famous for doing it the least amount of times. I didn't know you were supposed to like go up all the time and, and fail and everything. Cause right. everything I've done Wait, so far so is you like, did okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, uh, like what was your first joke? Oh my God. They were horrible. Of I mean, course. they were like yeah. so bad. What? So fucking bad. I mean, like I, I had, it, I mean, it, it was, I want to do a, a show of people's first jokes. It, I mean, I, so I would get, funny. I would get excommunicated. You know, oh, all right. it was, tell me, it tell was me. just like, I, well, I had a callback about like being in a strip club right. and like, you know, like strippers don't like deserve respect. And I like yell out like liquor where she shits from. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really right, bad. Right, right, really right. like 19 year old grasping right. for whatever you right. think is funny. Just right. like deplorable things. Right. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to be a star and everyone's going to know that I only did it four times and right. that's going to be my hook, you know? <laughs> right. So then I go and I bomb so catastrophically and I didn't know that this was like a part of right. what happened. The process, yeah. And I was so shook. I stood outside and apologized to everyone when they left and I never stepped on stage again until 2011. No way. Yeah. 
So it took you seven years. Yeah. To and, when, and, and when I was like drinking and, you know, like, uh, I, I couldn't fall asleep, you know, right. like shaking and everything. I'm to get myself to calm down. I go, if you were on stage, what would you say? Right. You know, right. that was like my thing. Like right. I write out like these little like acts and everything. And wow. I like always wanted to do it again. And, uh, I was living in the halfway house, 2011, it was between getting on stage and a rope. And I <laughs> decided to and go, on you stage go and give it a shot. Uh, the Raven Lounge in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And like 17th and Sansom. And? And, uh, How'd you do? Oh, no. Actually, it was the first. It was open mic at Helium. Oh, okay. And then that went well. And someone was like, hey, there's an open mic later tonight. Come here. I was yeah. like, okay. And uh, it was really fun and uh, good. And I started going up to Philly every night. Like, right. Leaving my job early. And then uh, I did that. I was in Philly for like a year. And I got a job to save money to move to New York. Right. And uh, I moved back into my apartment and room that I lived in before I left. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been in the city since 2012. So, and where do you live now? Brooklyn. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. Can you believe it? No, I, I can't believe you live in Brooklyn. I know. You don't seem like the Brooklyn town. Uh, hey. And you, um, you start you now. When did you start making a living just doing stand-up? Uh, within the past year. Wow, that's year, good. Year yeah. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah, it's crazy. Right, because it's, it's hard, you know, and people. You know, so many people are like, oh, well, I'm a comedian, but I, you know, during the day, it's like, you're a comedian. Yeah. The other thing is just for money. Yeah. You know, that's who you are. So, um, you ended up, so you, you passed at which club first in the city? Um, man, New York Comedy Club. I like that place. Love it. Great. I, I, I forgot to put my veils in. I'm writing a book and I don't uh, know. Oh, no way. Yeah. And That's I have, great. I have to just focus on that. I haven't been putting it. What's it about? Well, I feel like I'm jinxing it because I've told people, but uh-huh. it's about freedom of speech. Oh, yeah, baby. Hell yeah. America, bitch. That's right. You fucking cunts. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so you passed it at a uh, New York comedy club. Right. And did they give you a lot of work or, um, no, just like intermittent stuff. Right. And, and then it, it was like, you know, like a slow process. Yeah. I mean, you know how it is. You, yeah. You get a bunch of work and then they, you don't get booked for a while and you're like, well, I guess I'm out, you know, and oh, it's you always get booked again. And yeah. then, you know, there's so many people that I are, know. but it's so much different than when it was when I, I mean, I never had to do a bringer show, mm-hmm. you know, we performed, I mean, I would just go anywhere to get stage time and we could, you could do several spots a night, even in the very beginning. Um, and people were doing like happy hours, the eighties. It was yeah. like the, um, okay. That's incredible. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I really, I saw so many great comics. Oh, I can only um, imagine. Dave Attell. Yes. Where does he see you first? And you end up going on tour with him, correct? Uh, he's had me open for him. Um, and he saw me at the cellar. Uh huh. And uh, he, yeah. Owned by Juice, baby comedy cellar. Yeah. And uh, new joke night. Mm-hmm. Um, with Will, Will Sylvan. With Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. So, what it's do I so do? so great. Yeah. Uh, talk to Will. I know, I already talked to him, but then yeah. Liz said you have to, it's a Monday and a Thursday. Yeah, or Monday, Thursday. And then, uh, and they, how much time do you do? They started, everyone was like five minutes, but right. they started having me host it. And it was like really fun. Mm-hmm. And then Attell would come and we would, uh, you know, go back and forth off stage and with Will and him and me. And then Will started including me and then he would start bringing me on stage. And then, you know, he and I would be on stage mm-hmm. together. And, and then uh, he saw me do a set one night at the cellar and asked me to 
open for him and um it was really well um it was great uh and he's he's got a bunch of different openers that he yeah takes out you know i love dave um, i was there the first like, night he ever went on stage no way yes and i've told the story two bunch of times can i hear month. it there was a place called sorry listeners there was a place called comedy u grand it was on 55 grand street we all worked there ray D- uh, um everyone um and the bartender uh was this guy who was engaged to this woman and and he was an actor and the the woman was like ended up breaking up the engagement because her father was like he's an actor he's never going to be able to raise a family and make money and you know get rid of him and he is michael chiklis okay anyway he was the bartender (laughs) and um i mean ray used to come in with anna he was delivering futons during Mm -hmm. the day and then um Anna would be, I never her standing in the back going, I mean, seriously, how is he going to make a living doing this? I mean, I'm like, oh my God. And then I just recently saw her and I was like, oh, nice house. Anyway, um, Dave came in. I think I was emceeing. I'm very pro MC. And when I started, the MC was the star of the show. Yeah. And it's, it's disintegrated now. And I don't like that because it's the most important mm-hmm. you know job, but I am seed. It, it makes you a better comic because yeah. you can isolate your bits and you get you yes. get more stage time than yes. anyone else. Yes, you have you know that how to time bring an audience right. Yep. You know how to bring an audience up, uh, calm them down. It's the greatest learning. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so um, and and who told me just recently at the Village Underground? We're like, why don't you ever MC? I'm like, oh my god, I spent years MCing, and I just don't want to be there all fucking night. Anyway, yeah, it is a slog. Yeah, so. Um, Dave came in, I was emceeing, and he was a student at NYU, and he came in and did a set, and um, I remember one of his jokes was, like, that every girl is so skinny now, and they all have anorexia. The other day, this is only, this is my version of what he said. Uh, The other day, I walked by um, the Macy's windows, and one of the mannequins was sticking her finger down her throat, and I thought... That, this guy's fucking hilarious. And uh, he gets off and I said, um, you're so fucking funny. He's like, no, I'm not. I suck. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so funny. But that I do remember. Yeah. He's that's hilarious. So great. Um, yeah, he was so funny. But that's so great that you got to. Did you learn a lot from him? Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's like pinching myself. I mean, even just like watching everyone is so insane. Right. Being who, able who, to just... who are your biggest influences, do you think? In comedy? Besides Nikki Glaser. <laughs> Who's Judy Gold. Yeah. Um, All uh, guys. All right. I'm going to say this go after ahead. you do your list. No, let me hear it. Let me hear it. No, go. Let me hear it. Um, no. Biggest influences? Man, I would say. Who uh, did you watch and were like, oh, this person's fucking hilarious? I mean, Attell, Chappelle, Rock. Oh, no. Uh, Prior. Pat Oswalt, mm-hmm. um, Bill Hicks. Mm. Um, a I really loved Paula Poundstone. Yes. Uh, my first comedy tapes ever, my mom got me at Sears when I was younger, uh-huh. were uh, Tim Allen, Drew Carey, and Paula Poundstone. Wow. Yeah. She's fucking great. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to accuse you of being, of never not mentioning a woman, and uh, yet you did. Yeah. And also, I loved watching uh, Ellen when I was younger. Right. Um, she had this such a funny bit about uh, Vaseline. Right. And, uh, like, trying to lip sync songs. Right. And she can't say it, so she just goes, Vaseline. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is that what you were going to say about guys? 
most guys just list guys. Right. Which I find sad. Mm. Oh, um, I also obsessively watched Grace Under Fire. When I was with with uh, Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not Jewish, but married a Jew, and I was the maid of honor at the wedding. No way. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. She asked me that morning. She's like, will we be married tomorrow? That's uh, incredible. Yeah. I, that show, oh, my God. I wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne when I was little, because it was like too, I wasn't allowed it to was watch Roseanne edgy. or The Simpsons. Yeah. You know, I, um, in the process of writing my book, um, I'm talking right now about how I never censored anything mm -hmm. for my kids, because I wanted them to know what funny is. Mm. And, uh... It got to the point where we'd be watching something and I'd laugh and then they'd be like, wait, is that funny because blank? And they really understand comedy. But all the parents were like, can you not put on um, South Park when the kids right. are there? And I'm like, what is what the fuck is going to happen to yeah. that? It's like you live in New York City. Like every day they walk home and hear you fucking motherfucker. But, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I just whatever. And then one kid, they wouldn't didn't want me to play the Wizard of Oz because he was scared of the wizard. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> like, what are you protecting them from? Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Eight years in, you're yeah. doing really well. And I just am warning you right now, ebbs and flows, yeah. ebbs and flows. I appreciate you saying that. And a, and a lot of people don't realize it's all cyclical. And you were talk we were talking before about needing a life yeah and you have to have a life because when there are times where you're just stuck which you will be you, you want to 
be able to focus on something else, you know, and it's also about reinventing yourself over and over and doing other things like Mm -hmm. not just stand up, you know, um, writing something, writing for a show, you know, you know, I don't know. That's, that's what I, I wish I could have told my younger self, you know, that, and I'm glad I, I'm so glad I have kids and everything, but it is really important to have a life. Mm -hmm. Because I see so many people just miserable and lonely because they all their focus is on themselves and their career. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's that's the way it's been for a bit. And and that's fine. uh, It's it's fine at times. But at other times, it's, you know, it's not going to be very low. And and you're putting your entire I've learned, you know, putting your self-esteem into what some booker thinks of you or what show you don't get on, you know? Yeah. It's like, fuck you, you know? And half the time it has nothing to do with you. Right. It's like, oh, he reminds me of an ex-boyfriend and I don't, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's such a good point. And and I do little things like I, I love riding my bike. Right. Uh, I really got into shooting pool, even though I'm not. Oh, that's it. good. It's like a very met- meditative right. thing. Right. To do. Um, and I was going to go bird watching a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome. My friend Bob I was a bird watcher. Bailing on it. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. And uh, it's difficult sometimes, you know. But do you, you read a lot? I do, yeah. See, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Do you do this where you, you start reading a book and you're like, oh, I got to get four more books? I know. You should go look in my bedroom and my fucking living room. Me too. Books, I have stacks of books. Yes. And it's like, oh, I started that. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I got to read. You know, it's horrible. I have, I have two different books in my jacket I that I, like, I carry them. And then I got a Kindle because I was like, I can't carry right. all these books. It's so fucking heavy. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. what, what do you do outside of comedy for your life outside of comedy? Oh. Aside from family. Okay. Well, family. Right. Um, I work out. I love working mm. out. I love playing outside. You know, I play tennis. Um, I love tennis. Tennis is the fucking best. And it's, it's such an in your head so game. Fun. Right. Um, I used to run, but I can't cause I have a fake knee now and I have knee replacement. Um, oh, but a lot of it is, um, physical activity. Mm-hmm. I love music. I love going to hear music. I love theater. I love the theater. I teach a class every Thursday. I teach people how to write one person shows. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At the Einhorn school of performing arts, part of primary stages. Oh. And, um, yeah, I just, you gotta fill your life with shit. You're like, yeah. plus it makes you a better comic. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because then you see these people who get really famous and then start believing the bullshit and people go to see them and like, oh, that person's not funny anymore. Yeah, because they're not living in the real fucking world, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all right. So I asked my guests. Yes. Two questions. Uh-huh. Um, and by the way, you're on the Nikki thing. Yes. And then you have your own podcast too, right? I do. Yes. That I haven't been asked on. Right. Yes. Well, come on it. Well, I Shut just up. I just started a new podcast. What is it? It's called Sex in the City. I've never seen an episode of Sex in the City. Oh, all and right. My buddy's seen every single one. Oh, okay. And we're rewatching it together. Oh, I'm in one. No. Yeah, yeah. Can you come on? Yeah, totally. That would be amazing. And we haven't I'm... released any episodes. We've recorded five, and we're in the process. Oh, okay, of and you know that it. I, Michael Patrick King, is an old old friend of mine who I. He used to do stand up at the improv. Oh my oh god, my we used god. to have so much fun. I know. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's am- I'm watching the show for the first time and I've always kind of like been against it. Right. I, you know, just like I think it's like 
some like latent misogyny of like, oh, well, every girl takes yeah. life's brunch and cocktails right. and, you know, right. and I am Pumped. loving it. And it's sort of like four gay guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so it taps into that yeah. half part of me. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's, that's so funny. Have yeah. you ever had a gay relationship? Uh, secretly. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For how long? Uh, it, it was just purely physical. Right. No emotion. Very damaging in terms of intimate right. relation. But uh, from like whew, 11 to 24. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I could have, I've had relationships with women, but I don't know if I could have a relationship with a man. Really? I don't know. Well, you don't make, you haven't met anyone. Who- well, I started hanging out with this one guy and, and I got scared and stopped talking to right. him. And, you know, every all my interactions with men have just been like purely like physical. Right. You know, there's like no hanging. Well, out oh my God, you got to read this article that I just read yesterday about this guy a neighbor this guy's married two kids um you know church going you know and he had an affair with his next door neighbor this other guy for mm-hmm. many many years um and finally th- this the guy moved away um and they ended up and they would only it's interesting because they say in they will only some people who are on the down low gay, mm-hmm. you know, um, if they're if they know their husband is bi or gay, whatever, mm-hmm. they're like, as long as you don't kiss them. And that's that's the because kissing is so intimate. Yes. Right. And that, that and once the guy once they so first he for uh, the beginning they no kissing right and then they ended up kissing and mm-hmm. he realized oh fuck and um anyway he ends up getting a divorce they don't talk to each other for years the two right. guys and uh they're in the middle of a divorce and the wife calls him and says how long were you with my husband i know that you know oh my god and he didn't answer because he thought it was the husband's job right. to um yeah but yeah, that's a very big thing, and people that, who don't want to. That um, was admit, my entire life. Yeah, just two teen boys blowing each other, right? And then me wanting to kiss, and then be right. like, "Oh, well, I'm not fucking gay." Now put your yeah, little you boy mouth yeah. on my boy penis. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? I'm telling you, it, it's it's such homophobia. It's it so truly awful. is. It truly is. And you know, my generation, I've talked about this a lot. We all, most of us, not all of us, there are some, it's called gold star. If you've never had sex with the opposite st- sex, mm. you're a gold star lesbian or oh, a gold wow. star gay guy. But like, all of us did have sex because we were like, no, this is horrible. I can't be gay my whole life, you know? Right, right. And I, yeah, and I felt like I was being molested. Like it was so unnatural for me. Sex with men. Yes. Right. Completely really? unnatural. Like wrong. And wow. then with a woman, I was like, right, right. Do you want me to do that again? Go yes. Ahead. Oh my god! I wish yeah. this was on tape. That's so interesting. Yeah, uh, you might be a little late. Well, the Catholicism is not going to help you in that area, right? Well, it was a whole thing of, well, my dad is watching me, right? Oh, of course. He doesn't want to see me doing these. things. I know. I hate that. But this motherfucker loved me with his whole right. being. Of course, was he would he be okay age? with that. This other guy, the the guy with the yeah yeah yeah, and but, what's he doing now? 
ah, married kid, you know, church. Do you think that if his kids were gay, he'd be like really pissed off? I don't know. I think for him, it might've been just like a thing that he was exploring. But for me, I've explored with so many different. No, I don't, I don't like do like, you know, I don't think so. I don't think that, Uh but it was, I mean, it was a, the Catholicism really fucked me up Yeah, in terms of even just like, I used to jerk off and pray at the same time because I was thinking I was like evil. I was going to go to hell. And, uh, to, to couple that with going against a grain of like being with a man. Right. Holy like, shit. it's like you have death, you have, you know, this horrible sin of homosexuality, yeah. plus uh, masturbate. I mean, like, it's horrible in the Catholic Church, and your father's watching. I mean, right. it's awful. But, but again, like, I can't really reiterate enough, like, knowing who he is and, and everything, like, it's, I I was the one that put myself in that hell. Right. This guy would have loved me no matter what. Oh, you know, my and mom I'm, loves me yeah. no matter what. People in my life Does she love know me about no the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that I'm like, Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, it's, that has increased our relationship so much You're more. You're so cute. You, like, you could totally get a hot boyfriend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I whatever. appreciate that. Um, but yeah, yeah we're, we're My kids way are so straight, now. and I'm yeah. so mad. I'm like, really? yeah, I'm always like, can't you just be a little gay? It's like so annoying. I'll be your dad. Okay, so. thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, I could be your mother. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so old. <laughs> um, all right, so we ask our guests. How old are you? Fifty-six. You look, really? Yeah. You look so young. I love you. you look Ian, so fucking young. Ian, Ian, truly. Really? Yeah, and I have truly. had nothing done. Really? Yes. What the fuck? I know my mother had really good skin. Plus, Holy I'm so shit. immature. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm a child. Yeah. I mean, you, you look fucking young. I do. You really do. Yes. You do not. Who's look my 56. favorite guest? Yeah. No bullshit. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fifty-six. Wow. Um. Mm-hmm. Started doing stand up at nineteen, and uh, wow! And you stuck with it. You didn't bomb and quit. Oh, I bombed plenty <laughs> of times. I just loved it so much. Yeah, um, it's it's the best. It's the greatest. It truly is. We have something in common. What coffee? Yes, love it. How do you Beyond. know all this stuff? I do my research. Yeah. Oh my god. Coffee, huge. I'm like a huge. How do you drink it? Chemex. Chemex. Yeah. What's that? It's that um, glass kind of, oh yeah, yeah. almost like open yes. hourglass right. that you put the filter in, yes. and then you put the put the thing, and you have to do it round a little water. Yeah, yeah. I like that pour over mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, 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 um, pour over. Okay, and then uh, what's ha- your bean? What bean do you like? I just bought these beans in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, Bolt, Bolt Coffee, Bolt, Bolt. at Bolt. Co- it they, I can't even. So fucking good. Really, I enjoy a Sumatra. You know, all right. Yeah. Um, I really like strong, dark coffee with low acidity. Mm. See, I've been going light so I can get more energy. Yeah, because it's more caffeine. caffeine. Yeah. But uh, people I've, think that, you know, it's like the darker the bean, the less caffeine. Yeah. 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 I, I've been, and I drink a lot. I drink like five me cups too. a day. Me so, too. Yeah. I had to cut down I, my stomach. But uh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, and do you put anything in it? Mm-hmm. you're straight black black wow African-American. yes uh-huh yeah just black and my parents drank so much coffee and black really yeah my father would get up really early like 4 30 to go to work whatever and that he would make a per they, they had a percolator where the uh-huh. it came up yeah you could yeah, see yeah. it in the lid and he'd make a full pot and be gone my grandfather 
used to put a raw egg in his coffee. Ew! Yeah. The, the yeah. drunk one? No, 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 on, on my mom's side. Wow, yeah, that's really disgusting. Trying to help raise me. Oh, Great you're so cute. All right, so these are the two questions we asked. Let's I know uh, I have, uh, you know, we're, I'm very pro mental health on this yes. podcast. No stigma. Um, I suffer from very bad ADD, ADHD. Yeah, me as too. do you. Yes. And uh, I've had one terrible clinical depression, but I have terrible anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've wasted a lot of my life being anxious. That's another thing, like <sighs> sitting in a chair you know, pulling the skin off my fingers and, you mm. know, feeling like a fucking horrible. I can really relate yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I, if I could go back uh, and get that time back yeah. of being anxious and, yeah, horrible. Um, so I uh, take a cocktail of medication. We Ooh. love, we're very into meds and what, so for our fellow sufferers, yes. Um, what do you, have you ever taken any meds? Baby, I'm the med king. No, me too. All oh, right, yeah. go ahead, go. Well, I just what do you want the, now? I just had this massive realization that I've been on and off meds my entire yeah. fucking life. Yeah, since I was seven. Wow. My my parents had me see a doctor because I was so bad with ADHD. Right. And the doctor gave me a medicine and it, like knocked me out. My dad flushed it out on the toilet and I was what like, was I'd it? rather my son yeah. be off the walls yeah. than this. This is not my son. Right. right. And then he died. And my mom was like, medicine time, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, <clears throat> um, I've been on everything, everything on and off, on and off, yeah. which really kind of fucked me up for a while. But consistently, uh, I've been on Lamictal. Oh, I had Lamictal. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Lamictal, right. Zoloft, Gabapentin. Oh, That's... Zoloft made me puke. No. Yeah. yeah. I've been on everything. Yeah. So now my cocktail, it's the only thing that works, is fucking Paxil, which is, they say mm. Paxon. I've gained 25, 30 pounds from the really? fucking Paxil. Yes. And the doctor's like, you have to lose that weight. I'm like, Paxil fuck. knocked me the fuck out. Really? Yeah. Love it. So good for OCD. Ow. All right. I'm on a low dose. And then I take Wellbutrin mm-hmm. so I can have an orgasm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, Zoloft, it's, yeah. I mean. No, I know. Um, like, that's the worst feeling when you're in the middle of it and you're like, oh my God, I can't this do this. isn't going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And you're just sitting there with fuck. Yeah. And it's like, wait, all right. And then, um, wait, what else? Uh, oh, I take trazodone to sleep. Wow. You do the trazodone shuffle. Yeah. Huh? Um, can't because I can't, I can fall asleep, but I can't stay asleep. Yeah. Um, but I've lowered that a bit. You don't um, feel the effect the next day? No. No. Next day I'm a zombie. Yeah, Elisa, my girlfriend says that. Yeah. Um You know who told me to go on Trazodone? Joy Behar. Judy, you have to go on Trazodone. All right, so um and then I take Deplin, which is like this folic acid, like a very Never high dose, and it helps your brain work better. But I meditate. Do you meditate? I am trying yeah it's really hard i'll meditate with you that'd be great because you you got to do it with someone yeah. but also it's so hard to learn especially when you have yes. and it just takes practice i've had so many people say you gotta meditate you yeah. got and then you know i tried I'll to get, do krishna the, and no i i had really... I, I, ha- I bought a bunch of um cds when uh <laughs> when they were popular right right and gentlemen, I of to public library how to yeah how to 
and it taught me how to meditate. Yeah. And it's, I'll, I'll just, I just gave it to someone as a gift. Oh, you wow. can get it on Amazon and it really teaches you. Yeah. Cause it's so helpful. I need some, I'm, I'm reading this book called against a stream about Dharma punks. Right. Heard of Dharma punks? No. It's like an introduction into Buddhist meditation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and this guy lived like a horrible, reckless life, but he was really into like punk rock. So he's kind of combined like the ethos of punk rock and, and Buddhism into one. Right. And, uh, there are meditation places of Dharma punks in the city. I haven't gone yet. Oh, that's I've cool. Suggested are to you into so punk? To, I am. Yeah. So I'm trying to read this book and even reading is difficult. Oh, it's so <laughs> hard. Know, it was hard. You read five lines. You Let stop, me tell you, you something. Know. I, you know, now that I've been diagnosed, I, I realize I never could read growing up. Like they'd be like reading time for 25 minutes. I'd it's sit so on the tough. mat. Especially and I, with a fucking phone. Yeah. Jesus. No, Christ. no, no phone. No I hate phone. the phone. I hate it too. That is, That's that is huge yeah, yeah. Mental, mental illness. Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking fuck the phone. But, um, I used to just look around at the kids and be like, Oh, I wonder what's going on in their head. You know, yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and then I just, uh, tweeted something the other day because I realized, you know, I work out a lot uh-huh. and I hate stre- stretching for me is unbearable. It's, it's unbearable. Worst. And I, so I asked, I said, seriously, did any of my ADD sufferers find it unbearable to stretch? And they're like, Oh my God. Yes. I didn't realize that was what it was, but it's like, it's so hard to just, Okay, now I have to take this time yeah. to stretch out my muscles. Or I'll and- stretch and I'll do the count. I'll go one, two, three. Yeah, four, yeah. Five, one, yeah. two, three. Okay, four, I'm done. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. It's horrible. Final question is I have a question. go. The yes. Wellbutrin. Does that make you sweat? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They gave it to me to stop smoking and I was just sweating so much. I was like, yeah, I got it, it started out this. as a smoking cessation drug and yeah. then they realized, oh, it, it improves the mood. Mm. Um, I also Sorry. take Ritalin. Do you? Because of the book. And then I'll get off. I need to take Adderall, but yeah. I can't be prescribed it because it's, you know, addictive. What is an addictive? Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, all right. So this, you know, the podcast name is Kill Me Now. Yes. So I ask all my guests what pisses them off the most. And it ha- it could be anything, like anything, any little thing like that uh-huh. makes you fucking crazy. Oh, man. Because I get so fucking mad. I have a lot. Okay, uh, go. Man, uh, just today, fucking the way people drive in this city. Oh, it's horrible. Holy shit. shit As somebody fuck. that has to share the road and right. my life is on the line when yeah. I'm on a bicycle, uh, it's I try unbel- to be kind and understanding right. and like, you know, you have to be so centered. If yes. you're thinking about anything else, you could fucking die. But right. these motherfuckers are what are driving around. They're making illegal left turns. Oh, right they don't turns. care. What about when they open the door and you're oh, yeah. like, they don't even look. I always stay in the bike lane because yeah. I have kids. Um, mm. and I wear a helmet. Do you wear a helmet? I've started to. Yeah. Okay. But I cut my hair short, so it doesn't matter. But when I have my longer hair, I'm so vain. I'm like, well, I'd oh, I know. I know. I would. I know. You know. I take a cap because I was like, oh, if I put the base the baseball cap, the uh, the helmet. What the fuck is it called? The uh, bike helmet on. I right. would. Yeah. 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 That's okay. it down. And, I oh. have a really good helmet that lights up. Really. And I start. I wanted them to um to uh, advertise on my podcast. It's called Loomis Helmet. Loomis L U M O S. It. You have a little controller on your bike. Mm-hmm. It t- when you're making a right turn, it flashes. Oh, wow. When you're making a left turn, it flashes. Yeah. When you're stopping, it has stoplights. It's wow. fucking the best. Yeah, and it's Bluetooth and connected to your fucking phone. That's All great. right, what else pisses you off? It is well, hard being a bike. Ju- yeah. it, it it is, and I see. This is maybe I'm wrong, but I 
go into traffic in between cars. I oh, shave so my handlebars my down yeah. so I can get in between. Oh spaces. my god! Yeah, I love it. It's. I mean, I don't drink or do drugs anymore, so I need. I know, something but you to can't. I don't want you dead. In a line of fire. I know. Have you ever been in a bike accident? I have. Yeah. yeah. In the city. Yeah. Where? Uh, first in A. What happened? Or, or house in A. What happened? Did you go to the hospital? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your poor mother. It fucked me up psychologically. Well, I didn't tell her for a while. See, that's the thing with, with, uh, you know, the, the, the overbearing. Right, right, right. I have to go through things and then tell her when I come out on the other side. Yes, 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 yes. She can't know about it when it's going on or else it'll just be crazy. You know, so I recovered from that. And then, by the way, you know, I I got hit by this. What happened? Uh, it was the, uh, well, I, I don't, have you ever gotten hit? Yeah, I got hit at 16. Oh, wow. On my way to driver's ed, riding my bike. <laughs> this woman hits me. I may have smoked a little bit before. Oh, anyway, boy. no, this woman hits me, and I go flying, I, and I had 15 stitches in my head. It was almost at my brain. I think I, I hit, either a rock went in there, oh, or I God. hit her, I think I hit her um, hood ornament. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I, well, this, this car is making a uh, right turn, mm-hmm. and I was making a, a left turn from the, I was making a U-turn. Right. And the, the light hadn't cut yet. It was just about to. So they started to go. And when I went, I had, it was, it was a walking sign in the crosswalk. So I took that as I can go and make that turn. And we just collided and I leaned into it. So I rolled off the hood. If I leaned away from it, I would have gotten understood. <gasps> so I was really fortunate. The car wasn't going that fast. It was just going from stop to, to what start did you in the right hand. Um, my shoulder, and um, it it fucked my shoulder up for a while. And uh, and who was driving? Um, it was a it was a cab. Oh, shocking! Yeah, were they like sorry? Uh, or yeah, assholes. this woman on the street was right. like, "I saw it all. You gonna get paid today, honey?" I was like, "You gotta stop." Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it was it was. I mean, getting hit is such. Did a, you get? I, I was did really, you get any really, money? Really lucky. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. You know. Oh, I, nice. I I, uh, I I really lucky. It could have been a lot worse. Right, right. But that right. night, I drove this. I rode the same route home when I got out of the hospital. You're an asshole. To prove to myself that I could psychologically get right. over it. But then it fucked me up in the yeah. after a while. I mean, I was very skittish. Yeah, when you know? I'd say I, you know, I got hit from the back in a car, and I was like, you know, I'm always looking in the yeah. fucking rearview mirror every yep. time I fucking drive. Yeah. Now. We just got really ramped up. I know. I fucking hate people. That's I hate a good way to drivers. end the podcast. It was yeah, so nice. And now we're like, shit. motherfucker. Fucking assholes. <laughs> um, all right. Where can people find you, Ian? Oh, man. You can find me on Instagram, Ianimal, I-A-N-I-M-A-L. Uh, Ian Finance on Twitter, ianfinance.com. And uh, check my podcast out, Sex Ian the City. But you haven't posted it yet, you said. We have You've a couple done... posts. Oh, all right. The, the, it's up on iTunes and Spotify and Google okay. Play, but we haven't made like a big release. We're like right. soft releasing. I it. love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be so Oh, I'll wonderful. totally come up. Where do you, do you record? Stand up in New York Labs. Oh, that's good. That's right yeah. in my neighborhood. Perfect. All right. Thank Thanks, you so Ian. much. This oh my god, a so pleasure. fun. Such an honor. I love Thank you so you. much. Thank you. I love you. You're the best. Oh yeah, I'm going to be at the Fairfield Theater in Fairfield, Connecticut on April 5th. That's oh. April 5th, you motherfuckers. April fucking 5th. And I need you, I need people to be there. Okay? And then, you know, Passover's coming up, but whatever. You don't care because you're only 
You can go to one-fifth of the Seder. Yes. I go for a couple hours and I leave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ian Finance. Thank you so and much, And as Judy we Cole. always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.